Welcome to this very special Thanksgiving episode of Sex with Emily. We are talking about how gratitude and appreciation, not only on Thanksgiving, but gratitude and appreciation in your life and towards your partner will definitely strengthen your relationship and help it grow. And I'm going to tell you how on this episode of Sex with Emily. But first, I've been throwing out a few mentions here and there about how I received a Sibian because we were just getting to know each other. I wasn't really ready to get into it, but now I'm ready to spill the beans. This thing will change your sex life. You may think you know all about the Sibian, but forget what you've heard because it's so different from any other sex product you've seen before. In fact, it's so much more than just a sex toy. The Sibian is a full-on sexual experience, one that you can enjoy solo or share with a partner. For one thing, it's the only sex product with a unique mountable design that simulates the feel of riding a partner during woman on top position. And the cool thing about the Sibian is that each woman has the power to customize her own experience every time she uses it and make it work for her. There's a lot of different attachments. There's actually 11. You can get one that's shaped like a penis. You can get one that's for your clitoris. There's a bunch of different attachments to choose from. There is no limit to the ways you can experience a Sibian, and each machine is as unique as the woman riding it. Also, women who have trouble reaching orgasm during intercourse, I know you're out there. You email me every day. Sibian could be the secret to unlocking your orgasmic potential. Repeated rides in the Sibian can train your body to orgasm, making it easier to experience multiple O's and increase sexual response with a partner. And because of the unique design of the Sibian, once you learn how to orgasm with it, you can transfer that experience to sex with your partner. The way you move, you'll be able to figure out what you learned on the Sibian with your partner. Oh, and have I mentioned how hot it will be for your partner to watch you play with it? Here's a testimonial from the Sibian website that says it all. My husband and I have been married for 17 years, and I always thought our sex life was okay, but I didn't get too excited about it. My first time on the Sibian, I can hardly describe the feeling I had. My body just exploded. It was just unreal what happened to me. I soon realized at the age of 38, with the Sibian, I had my first orgasm ever. I've now started having orgasms while making love to my husband, and I have Sibian to thank. Shelly from Texas. To hear what other happy customers have to say about their sex life changing Sibian or to order your customized Sibian today, visit Sibian.com. That's S-Y-B-I-A-N.com. As a special treat for our Sex with Emily listeners, you get $75 off your first order with code EMILY75. So check out Sibian.com today. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com, which, oh my God, this is the week that you have to go because it's so exciting. It's it's the holiday season. Um, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I'm grateful for all of you. We're going to get into that. Tonight's show is about how gratitude will really help. What is is that noise, Anderson? It's a turkey, man. Oh, it's a turkey. I didn't even get that was a turkey. Because you just eat them. You don't hear them before they die. Oh, now I'm not going to eat that turkey this year. Thank you for nothing. Oh, dude, that's not a turkey, is it? It's absolutely a turkey. That is a turkey. You're right. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Em. I'm grateful for you. 
And, and I'm grateful for you. And this is also, we're going to get into that because here's the thing. One of the biggest complaints from couples who are in relationships or just people in life, like at work, Anderson says this all the time, they don't feel appreciated for what they do. They don't feel and they don't express also other people gratitude towards their partner in work and in life and a lot of us just feel that we go through life and we don't feel appreciated and we don't feel grateful sometimes and it goes both ways no no one's perfect but in a relationship it's so important or even with your friends or someone you're dating or even somebody one I'd stand with you know being being grateful and appreciative is important all around and we're going to give you some tips and tricks to you know improve it because it'll help your relationship are you going to tell us how to be grateful to one night stands because that's something I could have known to deal with be really grateful but don't be a douchebag at the end of it and be like i'm never gonna call you just be like or be be you you do be that was a really fun night my intentions are right now i'm not actually looking for a girlfriend but i had a great time so don't let her sit around and obsess about you and like is he gonna call just like let it be known that's a way to be respectful towards your one night stand don't you think yeah be honest with your intentions i was always like really uncomfortable and like i've had like lunch like literally two years later because i've made like a friendship out of the one night stand because i felt bad yeah. Wait, you made a friendship out of him right after? A couple times, yeah. I got, you know, we want to talk for a while, but then just like phone conversations, then I'd be like their friends. And that's cool. And no, because they weren't people that I wanted oh, to see in the like morning. Them. You just yeah. felt guilty. So, to your, okay, yeah. that's odd. So, you know how you could have saved yourself. You would have, you could have been clear with your intentions. But the problem is, I suppose, is that often, or tell me this, Anderson, when does the one night stand bell go off? When is it like, I know this is a one night stand? And I know that it isn't because is it that the reason why maybe you don't know how to end it because you're not sure if you'll see him again or by the time it ends, you're pretty sure? By the time I'm like sobering up usually. So it's always just a drunken one night stand? A lot of the time, yeah. But what if it's a drunken... Or like if she's like doing things with me in the backseat of like my friend's car, like when I'm not even asking for it, like on, you know, and I just met her that night. It's like, oh, okay, so I'm not going to see this girl hopefully after tonight. What? Because she's... Because she's a little too... Uh, aggressive. Yeah, so yeah. girls should not be that forthcoming on the, on the date. Absolutely I met with not. many men. Now, a lot of people have slept with women, men, on this first date and get married. And I don't advocate it just because. You just don't advocate marriage. I've never had marriage. For no, yourself. I just think that it's always better. People always ask me, like, what's your, you know, thing about is there how many dates should you wait or whatever? No, there's no rules. I'm not saying you should you wait three dates before you sleep with someone. But I think that when you do have sex with someone too soon, it becomes a sexual relationship right away if they ever call you back. That goes for men and women. I or. Mean- but it's better to get to know somebody. And then you like, and the best part about sex, as we know, is the anticipation and the buildup. The anticipation. So why not make that last? Get to know that person because you have sex on the first date. Then it becomes a whole sexual thing. And then you don't really get to know them. Every now and again, though, there is that immediate connection. And like That's you true. feel like you've known the person for years after yeah. the first hour of being yeah, them. And you really to, yeah. Do you really need to bone that first night, though? Can't you just feel her boobs or something? Right. Can't you just <laughs> pinch the boobs? Can't you just like, you know. Rub her over her panties or dry hump. You just light a candle um, and so massage her down. I'm not telling these these people. You know how many guy friends are like, I got laid by your candle last night. I'm like, I know it smells amazing, and you got they're laid. Suggesting they bang the candle or they no, got- they get laid because they light the candles and then he's like, look at my Emily friend Emily made this really cool candle, and then they like here feel it because you just like I use it. Oh, here's the other thing, I use it every single night. I wear I we blow it out. I light it when I'm getting ready for bed. Blow it out and I pour it on my body as a moisturizer because it's coconut oil and soybean oil and all natural and it's moisturizing so i don't have a goddamn person to i was gonna say masturbate to massage to you. massage every night or to massage me many nights most okay let's just say this most nights i don't but i use it every day and i smell and feel amazing and soft i just light it uh like three or four of them i put them on my uh, windowsill and, and women just come over <laughs> they do they smell it yeah like down the street like it the black guy in the cartoons in with the with the bacon uh, but they do the, everything's 
bacon. They just, they just float in. I hate bacon. No, let's but move on. There's like bacon condoms. Okay, here's the thing. So um, bacon condoms. Oh yeah, there's bacon lube, and the, you know that there are uh, awkward uh, questions also coming up over the Thanksgiving holidays when you go home. Like, what are you doing? I'm splitting it with the two crazy families, my really? wife's and my own. Yeah. Is that you like them? Good times. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of insanity. Okay, I get it. You know, the, the in-laws. But there are some awkward questions like, why are you still, you know, who are you dating? Why are you still single? Why isn't that a baby? Right. That's the worst. Do you get asked that question? You must get asked that all the time. My friends, my parents and in-laws don't bother me at all. That's but good, my friends. I know. I think that that's a really bad question to ask someone. No one wants, okay, I don't know anybody who wants to be asked that question, who's trying to have a kid or is not, because they don't know when they're having it. They're going to figure it out when they do, and they don't want goddamn pressure because all my friends who are married without kids complain about the same thing. So there's a tip for you guys on Thanksgiving dinner. Or like if you have a pushy mom-in-law, just be like, hey, well, she keep – No, my, my mom-in-law is not. But you could say, hey, I've gotten, her, I've gotten your daughter pregnant three or four times. She keeps aborting. It's not yeah, my fault. exactly. That's a good one. That's a great one. That's, that would be a great uh, conversation for Thanksgiving. My family one time at Thanksgiving dinner, my brother whipped out the Kim Kardashian sex video, like at dessert. Is that inappropriate? Well, like on his phone or yeah, like popped in a laptop. DVD? He was like, no. He like, it, was on, it was like when it came out. He's like, oh, check out. Have you guys seen the Kim Kardashian? My family's so – and did everyone crowd around? Yeah, it's kind yeah. of funny. <laughs> that is such a typical sex with Emily Thanksgiving family. I know, but it's not family. because family's all sex crazy. I just had that flashback. But usually I go home to Michigan. This year I'm not. Um, but I uh, Good, because last time you went to Michigan, you almost died. Right. So don't do that. I won't do that again, exactly. So, um, yeah, so it could be awkward. So good luck to everybody about that. And just be yourself. Be open and uh, have a good time. Relax. Thanksgiving is time to be grateful and happy. So also, you know how I'm always talking about how important it is to mix up things in the bedroom. Well, Hustler Hollywood stores, which you should check for a location near you, they should be your main destination for the best toys, erotica, the sexiest lingerie, and most of all, the easiest way to find the answers you've been looking for and how to enhance your sex life. Unlike other adult novelty stores, which you've been to, Hustler Hollywood is is an experience in itself. It turns shopping for sex toys into an enjoyable and enlightening experience. Don't believe me? Take your partner there on a date. Let's say you want to spice things up in the bedroom. Say, hey, honey, let's get a little shopping here. It's a beautiful store. They have about 12 stores around the country. And they're filled with attractive, eye-catching displays, the top intimate products on the market, everything you hear me talk about. And their staff is so knowledgeable and friendly. I was there the other night, and they were showing me, like, hacks to toys that I love. They're like, did you know you could use it this way? I mean, they're super cool, and they're here there to help with any questions you have. You can shop with a partner for yourself and, you know, you just, you just want to take your sex life to the next level. Hustler has all the toy products you need to get you there. So if you're not sure where there's a Hustler store near you, visit HustlerHollywoodStores.com and find it. But also, Hustler Hollywood store loves my listeners, so all you got to do is when you're checking out, say, at the checkout, say, Sex with Emily sent me or Sex with Emily. I love Sex with Emily. Whatever you do, Sex with Emily, 20% off. How's that? Love it, right? So check it out. And also um, also follow me on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff because you should. And Instagram. I know that you all are. Everyone's on Instagram. Like, that's the thing. So if you're on Instagram and you like me and you like listening to me, don't you think that my Instagram, at Emily is awesome as well? And I'll have pictures and funny things that will make you laugh and think about funny things that have to do with sex sometimes in relationships. You should do that. And Twitter, Emily. Okay, so here's the first thing. Today's show, like I said, we will be talking about appreciation and gratitude get to some of your emails if we can but first I wanted to say that Thanksgiving is (laughs) a very important time of year because we really do stop and we are grateful for what we have in our lives because honestly we have a lot of gifts and blessings we do right Anderson like you and I 
we sit around, we're like, this is hard, that is hard. But it's important to, like, you know, we're lucky, we're here, we're healthy, we're happy. you got to appreciate what you got, put things in perspective. you got to, right? We have so many wonderful gifts in our lives. And so that's why, like, with my meditation that I'm doing now twice a day, I always have three minutes of gratitude at the end where I'm grateful for things. And it just makes life a lot better. So I have to say um, happy Thanksgiving on my listeners. I'm very grateful for all of you, really, for listening and for supporting the show and being a fan and I could cry. I just that don't cry, please. It's getting uncomfortable <laughs> I here. Cry. I just learned today actually that it was a lady, I can't remember her name, but she was actually the one that petitioned uh the White House for Thanksgiving to be held every year. And it was kind of in an effort to uh Healed the wounds of the uh, Civil War, and it was Lincoln, President Lincoln, that uh, put it into law. Back then, there was only a couple uh, national holidays. It was uh, George Washington's birthday and Thanksgiving, I believe. Wow. There might have been one other one that and slipped in my to, mind. To, to, for, for the Civil War? To, like, it was forget? shortly after the, the Civil War, and there was still a lot of strife, and they, they wanted to create, she wanted to create a, uh, a holiday that's just about people getting together. And, and it is. being thankful for what they have. Exactly. Because we all, you know, our mind, you know, we tend to go to a lot of times, and this is the way we're wired to go towards what's bad or what's wrong. And I think a lot of humans, we sort of suffer with that fact that our mind just has that, you know, that way of going, what is it called? Like just the negative. Easy to get in that negative hole. No, yeah, but like very it's, it's a Buddha said, like there's a universal law of suffering. So we all suffer in some way. We all do. But, you know, as long as we can just, you know, try to be grateful and happy or, you know, happy challenge sometimes, but be grateful for what we have. So I'm thankful for many things. And I just wanted to say that I am, like I said, thankful for my listeners because it's been a lot. It's almost 10 years. Like I have to do like an anniversary show or something. But I'm thankful that I actually got to uh, have a career doing what I love, like actually make a living and pay my rent you deserve it you work really super hard 10 years a lot of it involves like pleasure and and sticking things inside yourself but you work very hard i do i do work hard and it's because and actually it was like following your dreams it was an idea that i had about helping like helping myself really which is something i'm writing about right now but how it got started for glamour i have a column on glamour by the way on sundays but it's talking about how i started the show one of the reasons it inspired me was because everyone kept talking about the great sex they were having all the time having the best sex of my life. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? So, I mean, you guys, I don't know if you know the whole beginning story, but that's how I started the podcast because I was like, I don't think I've had the best sex and I don't think that everyone even knows what good sex is and then relationships and the whole thing. So it was hard and it was a long road. It's probably been about, you know, seven. I think it wasn't make, even make any money for the last few years until the last few years. So it was hard and I had to give up a lot but because I love you all and I love doing it and it all happened. So stick to your dreams is what I got to say. And I ask people for advice more often. Who know things more than you do. Okay, I'm thankful for the perks of my job because I get to meet and uh, learn from so many interesting people and guests. We have good guests on the show. People with, like, alternative lifestyles, sex experts, occasional porn star, uh, whoever. Who was your favorite guest? Who's your favorite guest? Who'd you learn from? I like that guy that you had on a couple weeks ago. He was awesome, David Lay. Yeah. The, The myth of sex addiction. Yeah. He was amazing. Because I was worried about that. I thought he was going to come in here and go, hey, man, you know, it's not an addiction, man. And, like, fight with Dr. Drew when he came in here later. I was, like, uncomfortable and worried. Me too. And he kind of ignored me in the hall when I walked by. He was just talking to you, so I didn't like him. I hated him. And then within, uh, you know, first 10 minutes of the show, I'm like, this guy's awesome. Yeah, I like the guy a lot. He just turned right on. He was great. Oh, my God, that was a great show. Go check it out. David Lay, L-E-Y. Another perk is, okay, so, yeah, I get to meet all these people, and it's inspiring. We get a lot of, another perk, of course, is that I get, like, my job is all about pleasure. Like, I can experience pleasure, so I can teach you how, how to experience pleasure, and it's reciprocal because the reason why I wanted to, you know, again, do this is to help everyone have better sex, which is, like, the best thing in the world is sex, really, truly. What else is there? And 
I get sex toys, lubricants, every other sex product. Like you should see my office right now. Pajure, which is in my new favorite lube, set me a hundred bottles. Like I can't walk through my you bring office. Bring some in. What? You bring some in. Yeah, I did. Do you want a bottle? Yeah. Do you need some? Why wouldn't I? You're gonna okay. I actually need you to test to test some of it and see what you think. I use it on my tires. It makes my tires, Dude, ag- your tires. efficient for gas. No, you can't freaking sail my really nice Pajure lube. P J U R lube. It's amazing. Check it and no helps me slide down the road. Dude, I that like doesn't it. help me. So um, I test them all. You know, so you don't have to because I only tell you about the ones we've tested and that I think are the best. Also, I'm thankful for my team. This is really what I'm most thankful for. And then we're gonna get on with this stuff. It's a freaking. I have a lot to say, but really, this is really tough for me. This why? Because I, I, I think thank yous make me uncomfortable. No, no, but I am I'm so thankful for you, Anderson. You're so awesome. Like I didn't know we didn't know this would work. I'm like, hey, we do the thing, and I love you, and you've been awesome, and you put in uh, a lot of time. Oh, you liked him before that. Though. I always liked yeah, yeah. you, but we'd never done like this together. And you've been awesome, and my audience loves you, and you just have great insights and advice, and you always show up, and you're cool, and you don't oh, hate thanks. me that. And for all the, everyone that you hate and get mean to all the time, I feel like I'm at the bottom of that list. If it ever does happen. Yeah, you're right at the bottom. You're still on the list, but you're at the bottom. I know, but I like that. Like, I know that I'm not the first person that you're going to hate, and I'm actually was so honored that you liked me because I know you don't like most people, so thank you. And you rip me off my couch from my wife once or twice a week, and uh, it's really annoying having to leave my wife, but uh, I, you would be the one of one of the very few people who I'd be actually excited to jump off the couch, oh. leave my wife, and come work with. So we always have a very good time. Really good. In a good way, like not in a way that would make totally true. offensive. Totally true. Got it. Thank you. You're awesome. I've been ripped off my couch by many people in this business and uh, did not enjoy it. <laughs> that is a very high compliment, especially coming from you. I appreciate that. And also, um, I have to thank my team that is amazing. Again, I've been doing this for a long time, and God, it's 50. We've been going. I, I was going to get to the topic is that it's taken a long, right? I, could, I had interns. I've had amazing interns over the years, but, like, I didn't really have, like, a staff that I could, again, it's a startup. I'm trying to do this thing. And now I feel like I have the most amazing team, Kimber and Madison, who you've met. Who have two have been on the show a little bit? Kimber hasn't yet, but they're just amazing, and I feel like my whole the whole thing is just this is going to be an amazing year for us because we are going to be doing so many things that are going to even blow your minds and our minds as well. So, and I want to thank my intern Ruby and Anderson and Rune who helps out with the show and Madness who does the show, and of course my friends and family, you know, like that. I was going to get into all these things about sex, but I don't know where I'm just. I'm, thank you for the clitoris. Thank you for the clitoris. And thank you for um, the testes. Thank you, God, for the testes. No, I was just going to say this really quickly: is that things in life, I wasn't going to go on that long. Is that sex is something that we should all be thankful for because sex gives you orgasms. I'm going to do it quickly. Sex makes you happy. This is if you're not having sex. Here's the thing: the brain releases all these feel-good chemicals like endorphins and serotonin and dopamine. And when you've de- decreased stress, because we're all fucking stressed, you're like, oh, this is a good day. So have more sex. Sex burns calories, so you don't have to go to the gym. Two hundred. It's like it's like a treadmill. Uh, okay, you careful, still have to go to the gym. Careful. I'm yeah. kidding. Go to the goddamn. Don't gym. drink that water in the mic. What are you doing? You're drinking in the mic. Stop it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I can't cut myself off here. Can I? Did no, I got- continue, and then we'll come. We'll we'll circle There's a back. reason why we just did that. Okay. So it makes you happy. It does. It's like, it's like it's like Prozac, but you're just having sex. Okay, it burns calories, like running on the treadmill or something. You can have like an extra piece of pumpkin pie because you just had really good sex. Helps you fall asleep. Everyone takes friggin' sleeping pills. Who does not have a sleep problem? Raise your hand. Nobody. Right? You probably do. You don't have to talk about it. I take pills. Right, exactly. So if you have sex, it helps you fall asleep. So you're probably thinking it's like your computer screen or there's something else, collective stress in the universe why people can't sleep. But when you have sex, don't you fall asleep? More readily? Yeah, and you don't like it. Oh, not that. That sounds wrong. That sounded I wrong. I don't like what? But you don't like it when guys have want, uh, fall no, asleep no. right afterwards because you want cuddle time. I just need 
about 10 minutes of cuddle time. If you, you can cuddle asleep, while falling asleep. Yes, absolutely. I don't want to stay up and talk. I just want to cuddle for 8 to 10 minutes. Um, sex gives us something to talk about with our friends, especially women. Like, what would you do in your free time? I think, like, you know, if we're not thinking about, like, what, like, girls are thinking, like, Zach Efron looks, like, naked. Not that I do that. But my friends and I talk about sex and relationships. And we talk about, like, what would you do? How do you orgasm? What's the first stuff? question you ask? Like when you find out, like, a good friend of yours is hooking up with a new dude. You kind of, like, know who of the guy. Right. And you How's know that sex? they had sex last night. What's the first question you ask? Okay, this is how it goes down. This just happened to me yesterday. I'm like, okay, so how's sex? She's like, it's really, it's really good. I'm like, do you have an orgasm? She's like, well, yeah, I actually always orgasm. I orgasm really easily. I'm like, oh, okay, you bitch. That's cool. And then she said um, that he was very generous, which means that he performed oral sex on her, and she really liked it. And she said that she liked his penis. I think his penis, she said that. And she said it was really hot, and he was really sweet, and she liked him. It was good sex. So penis was third. It took you three things you know, to get to the only penis. Only if there's a penis problem, I would say, or like a remarkable penis does it come up. And it depends with which friend I'm talking to. What is remarkable? You know, like, oh, my God, it was the black. biggest penis. <laughs> it was black. as big. It was the biggest penis I've ever seen, or... It was a curved-shaped weird penis, or he wasn't circumcised. Not that that's a big deal. Or he didn't have condom. I don't know. If it wasn't run-of-the-mill. Right, right, right. Yeah, something wrong. It had strange rash all over it. No, it Smelled like cheese. Right, smelled like cheese. That was weird. Okay, so the penis, no, didn't. But that's what I ask him. Or I mean, it's my best friend. Like, how's the penis? Yeah. No, that's usually what I ask. Like, was it good? Was it whatever? But a lot of times, the first time you have sex with someone is not always the best. It can only get better. Um... Also, uh, sex is usually free. That's one of the things I'm grateful for, unless you pay for it online. Or <laughs> usually. Trust I like it. Paper, but you, usually. Should, you probably shouldn't pay for it anywhere. Okay, so I wanted to talk about, um, which I am already, how to appreciate your partner. We're not going to talk about the water? Okay, back up. So I, when I get to emails, um, I had a listener. So I get, you know, you all email me, which I love, feedback at sexwithemily.com. You can send all your relationship and sex questions, and I try to answer them on my show. If it's, you know, a lot of times your questions might have been answered before. You could definitely Google that on my site. But the point is, like, and sometimes people just want to tell me what they like about the show or what they don't like or whatever. I'm open. So I got an email from a listener today. And she said, I will skip down to the email portion of the show. She said to me, um, hi, I love, love, love you and your podcast. But I can't stand when you take a drink of water on the show. It drives me effing crazy. Just had to say, Mackenzie. Thanks, Mackenzie. So I realized that I, I get really, first of all, I'm a thirsty person. I don't know what it, I talk a lot. <laughs> and so there is something called a cough button in radio. And whenever I have a guest come in, I'm like, there's the cough button. However, and I use, I use it during Loveline. I use it all the time. But for some reason in this chair at the Loveline studio that I'm in, I didn't know that the cough button was right in front of me and not right next to me on the table where it usually is. So I came in tonight and I said Anderson I got an email she's pissed that I do it and I know it's annoying because I do it and normally I'm trying where's the goddamn cough button and then I looked and it was right in front of me I love how she started off with the I love 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 though she loves yeah she's like but I see and I love 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 that I love and then you you're just Kenzie. waiting for the other shoe to drop which yeah. is the butt which but you know is inevitably said- going to be there and then there did she put a comma before the butt at least no okay then she's yeah let's not drink right into that microphone for her <laughs> There you go, Mackenzie. I just did it for you, Mackenzie. I'm going to start using the cough button. You just use, and then now just to let the listeners know, the cough button, all it does is just kill her mic. And unplugging the mic would do the exact same thing, as well as just turning off the mic, which is the exact same thing, which is right in front the of cough her. cough is like... <coughs> 
But you can do it. We'll just turn it off the microphone too. Dude, There's whatever. No so I, pre- no, what I want to say is, I love Mackenzie. Here's the thing, I. If you like my show, but there's one thing that drives you crazy, you're like, okay, I hate when you say you're going to cover something that you don't, or you ramble, or you cut off your guests. These are things that people have complained about. You talk too fast, you cut off your guests, you... I don't care. Most, I'd say 99.9% things are positive. However, I might not agree with you. I'm open to feedback, so I don't care. I'm confident enough. I know people... So if there is something that you think could help improve the show, Ooh. might not agree. Careful. Or that you're like, God, I can't listen to her anymore with the blah, whatever. It might be, I might take it under advisement or I might tell you to fuck off. Just kidding. I would never do it. I'm too nice. You are. You'll, you'll have one of your interns do it for you. Yeah, they'll do it. They're actually, I hopefully, I'm going to train them to be the mean, mean bad cops. Yeah, because I'm too nice. Here we go. So appreciate, yeah, where the hell was I? Appreciating your partner. Okay, so like, I don't remember, you made me talk about water. Appreciation is something that a lot of people, like I said, couples who are together for other, like they don't feel appreciated. And I think in very different ways, men and women don't feel appreciated. So, do you ever feel like in your either your current relationship or past that you feel that's a familiar feeling that you can identify with that you just don't feel appreciated? Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, I've been like extra appreciated by people who were not right for me, and they were like so goddamn codependent that that's. One of the reasons why the relationship was bad to begin with because they were always doting on me and filling their entire life with, like, what I was and what I was about and didn't have any – never mind. I'm going down a different no, road. No, but that's but... unhealthy as well. Right, right, right. So it can be good and bad. Right, so you need a healthy, like, everything in life. You need but, a balance. Yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, underappreciated and I feel like in my, in my current relationship and we talk about it. So can you give me an example? Or like, just, like, you can make up, like – Like, I'm – Always getting the food and making sure that, you know, like I'll, we'll be at home and I, she's hungry and I'll go out and get food just for her. And, like, that's never happened for me. Something like that. I see. Okay. So that, that makes total sense. And does she say – she? but when you come back with the food, she says thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. She always says thank you. And usually I get to watch whatever I want after that for at least a half hour okay. while she's eating, that kind of thing. Got it. So I'm works. making it sound like our entire relationship no, no, no. exists Honey. on the couch. We no, do no. tons of stuff. I, I do. I'm just, they have sex on the couch. But, but Anderson, <laughs> but what I'm curious is so that's, that's, so that's, see, that is the kind of thing that could fester for so long. It it's does. And, I always, and I'm like a chick, too. It always comes up when we get in fights. Right. So did you ever – and then if you, so if you said to her, babe, hey, it would be so cool if one time you could just offer – yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, then did she get upset about that? Was she like, I thought you liked to well, do usually that? Usually when we get in fights, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. And then like, I'll go maybe two days without doing it. And then, But I love to do it. Okay, you know what so I mean? Okay, so you love to do it. That's what I'm asking you. So in her mind, she'd be like, Anderson loves getting out of the house. So it's just that you want her to offer or do you, would you like her to do something else for you? I'm just wondering. I think I just pick fights. Really? I pick fights sometimes, yeah. But you don't really, you wouldn't like it if she got up and went to Subway for you. I'd feel guilty the whole time she was gone. Okay, so this is this is like a weird genetic thing. Dude, I think. this is yeah. okay. So, so, but how would you? Okay, I get it. Appreciate it. But so, we got we got off the topic of appreciation. I'm no, sorry. No, but you're fault. saying you'd like to feel appreciated. What if? She, but she does say thank you. So you've got a whole other issue going on. No, but I get what you're saying. But do you know how you need to be? Yeah, she's very appreciative. I I feel guilty even bringing any of this up. Do you? No, no, I get it. That's a whole other issue. But do you feel like you appreciate her? Yeah. I'm kind of forced to because every time I, anyone meets her, like my friends meet her, they're always like, I don't understand why she's with you. <laughs> why, why is she? She's so much better than you. That's right. what I always hear. So, yes, I definitely appreciate it. Right. Okay. But that makes her feel good because other people kind of – that's what I was going to say is that a lot of people like to be validated. Compliments make people feel really good. And women and men, I think some guys either they don't – like do you like getting compliments, Anderson? or do they? It makes me uncomfortable. But, okay. Here's my question for you. I know that compliments make men uncomfortable, but does it make you uncomfortable but you'd rather get them than not get them? 
I'd rather hear about them secondhand. It's like, more hey, pain. this person said this about you. Oh, cool. Okay. So th- I think that's true. Or maybe. But if someone looks me in the eye and says, I really appreciate you for like, it, makes me, I, I get very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's an intimacy issue. So, okay. So here's my question. So, <laughs> you should see her. She's like sizing me up. She thinks so she's like making. But no, headway. I think a lot of men feel uncomfortable by, by it too. And it's probably because of intimacy. Because I know that women, we love to be complimented, told that we look hot or pretty or we need something special. But at the same time, careful. Because just last week you were saying never use that as a pickup line because they always no, hear that. No, I'm talking about in a relationship. Right, right, right. Don't use it as a pickup line. Unless you're really no, I'm kidding. Don't use a pickup line. But with your partner, I think that women a lot are in relationships where they don't feel sexy or beautiful to their partner, and the partner's thinking, "Oh, she knows I think she's hot." But if you're thinking it, just say it, or like your haircut, or something. Because women, we do a lot of crap that you guys don't have to do to to look a as lot beautiful goes as into we it. do. Yeah. So if you recognize it or appreciate it, we appreciate it too. So, but for men, compliments. I hear what you're saying. So what I'm saying is like, what if you guys were out to dinner, right? And like the four of you with like another couple, and how about this compliment? Like, there's a she says even your wife or I says at the table. Oh my God, Anderson got like the did the cool his film just got it, which it did, just got into two film festivals. How cool is that? Like, would that make you feel better? Because I think men kind of like public appreciation. Like, do you think that that would make you feel better? You would that make you uncomfortable, or would that make you feel good? Initially, it would make me uncomfortable. But and then it went to actually logical that, questions, and I could actually speak to but there it. There was other people around to witness what you had just done as well. I feel Possibly. that men like to have that affirmation, kind of more in public sometimes, as a, um, you know, just more of a like. They just like to have that validation. It makes them feel like a man. If you're wrong, but I think I, I think I think I'm not wrong because I'm never wrong. Okay, so no, I'm wrong a lot. So here's the thing. So no matter what you do, big or small, reinforce the positive acts, and you'll get more in return. So just say thank you. Um, you know, they walk the dog for you, or they took you on a vacation in Hawaii. You know, there's a lot of couples who like they never appreciate me. I don't feel thankful. Also, you have to listen. Okay, listening is a great tool for couples, and I think that it, you might think that you're listening, but this goes for men and for women. And there's something to be said about having your partner's undivided attention. Like when they put down their cell phone, they put down their iPad, and they're like, hey, babe, what, what do you need from me right now? I'm here to listen. Even if it's 10 minutes in the morning or you need it 10 minutes after work and you just want them to listen and you both need to vent and you need to connect and it can be intimate. But if your partner always seems distracted and they're not really listening to you. It makes us you know, feel unvalued and unimportant and not special. So if you do pay attention to them, they feel... The opposite. They feel valued, they're important, prioritized, and special. So stop what you're doing and try to connect with your partner like even five, ten minutes a day. Mm. She's, she's using her cough button, everyone, to drink her I water. I'm going to get trained. Um, so for men, here's the thing for men. So you know it's typical that when a woman opens up to a man about things, like maybe I came in from work and I had a bad day. Probably had this happen with your partner. And she's like, honey, this and that. And maybe it's even something you've heard before. My boss was such a jerk, and then this thing happened, and I might not get this raise, but I tried, and this other bitch next to me wants me. You know what I mean? Women go on sometimes about things Oh, yeah, I've, I've dated those. They're right? hard. Or don't just when a woman has a thing. And men naturally or preternaturally are fixers. You just want to fix it. Like, yeah, and you guys babe, don't want to hear a no. solution. You so just want to unload. Exactly. So they want to help you in distress. Like that's part of being a man. It's your biology. It's how you're wired. But a lot of times we don't want that solution. We just want to process. So we want, that's how we want you to listen. Just process with us. Babe, I'm so sorry. That sounds really hard. 
That sounds like it sucks. Even if you're like, I've heard this eight times. And then in another moment in time, we'll be like, you know what you should do about that thing? But in that moment, not in the moment. It's really frustrating as a guy. I can tell you. It's like watching you guys do a crossword puzzle. And you're like, it's seven across. And it's like a, a president's name and a word for a penis. And I don't know what it is. And, like, we know it's Johnson, but we're not allowed to tell you in that moment. Right, we have to exactly. just sit there and bite our tongue. It's, exactly. it's tough. I know, but, but you know, it makes it, it, makes it, it, makes it all flow. It makes it all. It's, it's just women, one of the little quirks. You know what I'm saying? But this is what – and also, I'm talking about, like, biology or, like, men you want to fit. Like, it's just – our women, we are naturally born conversationalists. We know, but, yeah. but even with our girlfriends, we communicate, we listen. We're not trying to – it's how we're wired. So that's what but, guys are you come to a, the same. We all come to the same conclusion, just at different times. Exactly. I guess. Yeah. So for men, for women, uh, when you have a problem and he offers advice, like even if though we told him not to, don't immediately object him. You can listen to it, and you can also thank him for it, make him feel like you know I so appreciate your opinion about that, because um, he just wants to fix it up. But then say, but I got to tell you a little bit more, and I would just appreciate if you would listen. And I think everyone can who loves you can take that advice doesn't have to blow up into a whole thing. And the more you confront these things in the moment as they're happening, the more likely you, they're not going to fester and get angry like Anderson does. Like, why don't you get my goddamn Pizza Hut this time, bitch? I would never get Pizza Hut. But she loves it, and I get it for her all the time. Okay, fine. You know okay. what a really good compliment is? What? You look at, you look at your uh, partner and you go, you know what? You're so lucky I don't care about looks. <laughs> You're such a cool person. Looks don't even matter to me at all. Oh, my God. That's the worst. How about like, I've oh, said Emma. that a few times, but I was joking. Right. I think they knew that I was joking. You think? If they never called you again? You're lucky. I don't yeah, care about looks. Yeah, always throw in her looks if you can. Like, I've had guys who are like, you, I have the best, this guy I was dating recently, like, you are the coolest chick. Like, I have the best time with you that I've ever hung out with. You're so cool. But like, that felt good. But I'm like, but do you want to bang me? You know? Well, this is before the bang. No, it was after the bang. Well, then yes, he wants to bang you. I know, but he was talking about how fun I was, cool. And oh, really? You take it that way? Because that's like the greatest compliment you can get. I'm actually kidding. No, it was awesome. Like he was like, I actually never want to hang out with anyone, but I want to hang out with you. No, it was really nice. That's what he's saying is like, uh, you're like, even if you were a dude, even if I didn't want to bang you, I'd want to hang out with you, which is a huge compliment. Right. That's true. Okay. So I, I guess that was a compliment. I felt really good about no, it. Don't it guess. No. Looks. It was. It felt really good. Okay. So for here's the thing. So also greet. Here's another thing. This is huge. Greet your partner with enthusiasm. So when they walk to the door. Instead of simply glancing up like, oh, it's you again. I see you every night. Make it a deal. Like, hug him, kiss him, say hello. How was your day? And I know you're thinking sometimes that could be impossible. You're in the middle of something. But, you know, you're happy that they're there. And even if you saw them eight hours ago and talked to them the whole ride home, you know, it means something to touch. It's that rhythm. It's that rut. You got to be careful. Do you do that? Do you kiss each other like, hello? Yeah, yeah. I get up, help open the door, that kind of thing. I mean, open the door. You know, she's coming in the door. She's in the keys? Well, no, there's like she comes in through the through the uh, backyard, so I see her coming across the grass, and I get up high? and open the uh, door. Yeah, pa- I even pause the hockey game a lot of the time. You pause the hockey game. I pause it. Yeah, that's really sweet. And Turn do it have, down. Do you stop and ask her about her day, or do you go right back to the hockey? I'm like, hey, how are you? And then I tell her the score, and I tell her to zip it up. It's time for a little hockey. <laughs> women, guys, a lot of guys just want men to stop talking. Women want guys want women. Women stop talking. She's quiet. No, I'm, I'm lucky. That's good. But you yeah, yeah a lot of time. It's just unload time when, when people get home from work and they just want to like go right into all that. Yes, and uh, I know. it's tough, but you got to just sit there and listen but patiently. That's how women sometimes want and men, but it's, and I've been with guys who are just like me, but most of them aren't. But they want to talk about everything and process, you know. Okay, so and okay, when we come back. I'm going to give you some more tips about that, about how you can make sure that you're doing the right things so you continue to have amazing sex this year. It's really, really easy stuff to do. Okay, but first. 
I talk about products all the time that will improve your sex life. And now I have to tell you about a product that has improved my sex life and changed my life. Seriously, not just sexually, but has extreme health benefits as well. Okay, have you ever been at the gym on the treadmill and thought, you know, it'd be great if I could be eating pizza and exercising at the same time, or even God, I wish these push-ups would at least give me an orgasm. Unfortunately, we rarely get to experience pleasure while maintaining our health and well-being until now. This product is one part genius health invention, one part vibrator, and it will strengthen your pelvic floor and give you an orgasm. Now, if you don't already, you should be doing your Kegel exercises. You hear me talking about the benefits of them all the time, but how many of us really do them? And even if we do them once in a while, like at stoplights or while you're waiting in line, how many of us are doing them correctly and seeing the benefits? Well, now there's a product that actually does your Kegels for you and gives you mind-blowing orgasms at the same time. What if I told you there was a product that actually does your Kegels for you and gives you mind-blowing orgasms at the same time? That's probably an exercise routine you'd remember to keep up with, right? Intensity is a revolutionary intimate health and stimulation device that takes all the confusion out of Kegels. It may resemble the classic rabbit vibrator, but let me be clear, this is no ordinary sex toy. It's both a vibrator and a Kegel exerciser. Intensity is the only device that combines pleasure with pelvic floor toning giving you a workout you can actually look forward to. It perfectly targets your G-spot and clitoris while using gentle electrostimulation to contract your vaginal muscles. And if the instant orgasms weren't enough, intensity can actually improve your overall sexual satisfaction. Intensity has been proven to tighten and tone your pelvic floor muscles, increasing the power and intensity of your orgasms and heightening intimate sensations for both you and your partner. Experts are calling the intensity the only intimate health product every woman needs. I felt the same way. If you want to know more about the intensity and how it can change your sex life, check out our latest sex toy review podcast, Sex Toy Review Intense and Unplugged. To find out more about this orgasm game changer, visit pormoi.com. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I.com. That's the intensity. Check it out. Back to the show. What, Anderson? What what do you want? Do you want what do you want from me for Christmas? In your stocking? Bottle of booze. I always get you booze. I know you do. Is that the booze you like? Thank you. I like Crown. I like Jack Daniels. I like I like all whiskey. Crown's better, right? I'm Canadian. I went to to the because I I went to Bevmo and the guy thought I was like had some learning disabilities or something because my knowledge of alcohol and like how old I am. Like I think he thought. Like, I don't know the difference between scotch and whiskey. Whiskey I don't. Better. I don't. And I'm probably an alcoholic in most doctors' books, and I don't know the difference. So okay, don't feel bad. I felt I felt really like ignorant about it. And I was like, well, I know wines. Like, so You're I, such a sweet person. You, she just brought me in a big bottle of booze. Thank you for uh, for everything you do oh, for me. That's very sweet. What do you want from me? What do I get? Oh, nothing. For you? Oh, God, nothing. Don't a Bible? Anything. You need a Bible there in your I life? I probably should. You need the Torah? Do you think I should? No. Yes. You want a Quran? You want a I probably Quran? need some more religion. I've I or some. No, I'm pretty spiritual. <laughs> spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> I hate anyone who says they're spiritual is not spiritual. Anyone who says they're sexual is not sexual too. Yeah. I'm a very sexual person. No, you're a very abused person. What if you think about how funny you are? I am so funny. Everyone laughs behind my back all the time. No, but that's you can't talk about it because then you're like, no, that's not okay. So greet them with enthusiasm, which is important. And think about your partner every once in a while because we all have needs, need to be met, which is why it's so important to be selfless and cater to your partner every once in a while. So do the things they love to do. Make their favorite meal. Put on a movie they like even though you really wanted to watch the hockey game. You know, like if you really hate it, you hate it, whatever, you can go with turn on your iPhone and start texting your friends. Um, little tiny sacrifices will make them feel 
like a king or queen for the day. So it's worth it to think like when was the last time I made a little compromise that really isn't a big deal to me that would make my partner happy. Do you have an example? And also this extends to like even people you're dating or in work or life. Any little sacrifices you do that you think makes your partner happy? Yeah, it's a constant. I mean, you, you, I, I'm one of those ones that I get happy by making other people happy, so it kind of comes naturally. But right, because you're quite also happy. I got to get like creative because I have one of these strange people that doesn't. I'm married to a person who doesn't like to go out to eat. Oh, at all. oh that's why you're always getting up. Doesn't like to go see movies much either. So it's kind of like, what else do you and do? You're like in the movie business. That's all I want to do is like see movies and go out to eat. What to does different she want, Like, what does she like to do? She doesn't like to leave. She likes to see. So it's forced me to like find. Now I'm lucky enough that we live like in the metropolis that is Los Angeles. So there's always something. We were both born and raised here, she and I. uh, But there's still so many things we haven't seen. But I'm sure that most people listening to this, there's cool little things in your little town that you've never done. We went on a tourist uh, uh, bus a couple weeks ago. That's so fun. And we got LA. We got a tour of Hollywood, and we lived here. You know what I mean? But it was still cool. That's really. Was that her idea? So she'd rather do things like that, maybe, and you'd rather go to movies. I'm much more traditional. I just like to try different little hole in the walls and this and that, right. like food and drink. Is but she, she doesn't drink. She doesn't like food much. Right. Yeah, she eats fast food. So it's a okay, challenge, but it. you find things. But then every once in a while, you get the fast food. Every once in a while, you just think, fun. Exactly. So it's not that, and you know this when you got together with this person, or sometimes it's just, it doesn't have to be deal breakers that you can compromise. Also, participate in their life, like outside of your, like I'm saying, like outside of the shared interests. So if it's like guys are so into fantasy football, which I find so boring, but whatever, I can try to pretend that I care. Or you can sit with them, you know, favorite video games, exotic cars, whatever. Ask your partner about it. Like, now, would you appreciate it? Do you ever feel, okay, you don't even talk about your wife, but like in past relationships that you like when the person you're dating shows interest in what you do? Yeah, at least they have to have interest in something. Right. But what about, what if they never asked you, though? Hey, Anderson, tell me about your podcast or listen to it. How would you feel? That's a little scary. So he's got After Disaster, which is a great podcast. Oh, also, sorry, I always, Film Vault, amazing podcast. They both are about film. But what if you date, were dating, because this goes for dating. I'm just curious, and you were dating, and she never said to you, so, like, how'd you get into, you know, talking about film? Why do you love film? That'd be a little scary. Would you be like, she doesn't care about me? Yeah, like I'm just kind of a placeholder. Like she just needs like a guy in that position in her life and it doesn't really matter who it is. She's not making an effort to know more about you. But she obviously doesn't care, right? Well, or she just is self-involved and doesn't, Which translates to I don't care about you because I only care about me. Right, exactly. So I would say that typically though, even if you're in it, to continue to ask about those things too, right? But no, you're right. There are people who, like I know a lot of guys, well, it goes both ways. Yeah, you know what? People are weird though too. Like I'll talk to people who have been working, like just- Recently, I went to this restaurant. It was really cool. It was really old. It had been there forever. I asked the guy uh, how long he'd worked there. He said like five years. I was asking some basic questions about the building. No idea. So sometimes people just don't think to ask questions about things right. that are around them, including exactly. their, uh, their others. But he probably appreciated that you were showing others. interest. But he was just like he was uh, – Well, that wasn't a good example. But that was a yeah, like, terrible example. But I'm saying – I mean, no, but I think that everyone likes the people who – I mean, I've always been someone who like, grills people. I probably go overboard. I ask a lot of questions. All right, here's a better example. I was dating a girl for probably six months, and I have a film strip tattooed on my arm, right? It goes around, and it looks a little bit like a snake. Some people think that. Uh, This girl, five months into the relationship, um, somebody talked about the film strip on my arm. We were out in public. And she goes, oh, that's what that is? I always thought it was just like bracelets or something. I'm like, huh. She never asked about your tattoo? She never asked about it. She just made an assumption, and uh, it was the wrong assumption. And then did you dump her or no? Uh, we not like that. bang for another couple weeks. And right, then but it's like all. taking interest. Like you put this thing on your body 
that you're going to have for the rest of your life. You just think that someone who wants to get to know you. Like, I knew her tramp stamp was a butterfly. I could tell. <laughs> that should be your first sign, though, that she had a tramp stamp. But you know, did you ever talk about her stamp? Like, when did you, her, did you ever say when I you asked her why to... many times. <laughs> really? Right, but she never How asked about yours. It's just interesting. So you just want to listen. You just want to, like, give and take. And also, like, you know, for women, like, if there's something that the, your partner, for guys, that your partner is interested in that could seem trivial, trivial to you... Just make the effort and ask anyway. We all want to feel like the person that we're with cares about all aspects of our life and that you are listening. Also, praise their accomplishments. I think that everyone has a deep-rooted need to be praised and feel like their efforts are recognized. And I think that a lot of people are withholding from that. They might think like, oh, if I praise my partner too much, she's going to get a big... This is like early on. This is what Menace always says, but it's, he's just young. But no, I think he thinks so. If you tell a woman too much that she's whatever, she's going to think she... But it's like, no, like... She's going to think what? Like, she likes... You're, she's. This is like early on when you're dating, but I guess, but if you tell a woman that you're really into her, that you think she's really beautiful, she's going to know that you're really into her and then take advantage of you. That happened to Menace. That must have happened to him once yeah, or so twice. Yeah, so he's like a douchebag. It's one of those. It's what? Just, no, I'm not. He's not. I love Menace. What I'm saying is there is a school of men, a school of thought that think that you have to be kind of douchey. To, you have to be kind of aloof. You have to you be able to hold your hearts. own for sure. I yeah, mean, you, have to, you can't just be like a pushover and constantly like fawning over someone. Right, but I think that probably Menace or his I think that this, people do think this way. But all I'm saying is that we all have a deep-rooted need to feel like our efforts are recognized. We do. No matter what we do, work, life, we're proud of it, right? And we want to feel like our partner sees our skills and talents as, and is proud of us. And and I really think that that's true. Like, if your partner, even if they don't have a traditional job or, you know, your husband is a stay-at-home dad and he just built a new deck and you think it's awesome, like, you can say, like, how did you do that? Or if she's home during the day with the kids, I don't know what, not to be stereotypical, but you think... Like, people stop talking once they're together, and it's just to show interest in what your partner likes makes them feel good as well. So, um, right? Don't you think? Yeah, even if it's not something directly that relates to you. Right, exactly. Them Um, as an individual. And I think for men, like, did he just do, like, if you talk about, like, did he do something great at work recently, or did he put up a new bookshelf? Like, don't just, like, thank him. I think that men want to be praised. Bookshelf. And then they want to be bragged about to friends and family. So if you're at Thanksgiving dinner and your guy's probably not going to speak up and talk about the fact that he just got a raise or he won an award at work, it would probably make him feel good in front of his family and women, too, Some, if you brought it up. I think men like that more public. Do you agree or disagree? I do, but I'm stuck on bookshelf. It makes them feel validated or preserves their ego. Hey, I'm setting the bar low. You know how we call the uh, glove box the glove box? Yeah. Because people used to put their gloves in there back in the day? That's what bookshelves are going to be because there's not going to be any books in the near future. That's true. And they're still going to be called bookshelves. So well, like our I mean? kids' kids are going to be like, why do they call them bookshelves? What's a book? Exactly. It's going to be awesome. Well, maybe they'll just change it like store your store all your No, craft they'll still stuff. call it like, like they do a glove box. I love that. I never thought of that before. I never Sorry. thought of that either. You're Off-roading. just genius. Off-roading is totally fine because I do that. And you know what? If it's, if this isn't coming naturally to you either, and you maybe you should take a look at your relationship. Maybe you just don't care about the person sitting across from you much. Exactly. If you don't even ask what the, what their t- tattoo means. It's so true. This is this is all like really. If you, and, and this is good for if you're just starting a relationship too. So the next time you go out, you know, ask. I think a lot of people. I think they might not do it for several reasons. I think on the first date, a lot of people talk about themselves a lot because they're nervous and they don't. You know, I've got and people guys. love to talk about themselves because they're an expert. So if you're a guy or a woman, whatever, who's anxious or not anxious, like uncomfortable dating and you don't ask questions, where'd you from? Do you brothers and sisters? I mean, you can go on and on and on. I do this all the time. It's not even because I'm nervous. I'm just actually really curious. So, um, and you know, it's, yeah, ask questions. It's good. It makes them feel validated. 
And you get to know the other person sitting across from you too. If they just take the ball and run with it, and they're just—it's an hour later, they're still talking about themselves. Hey, yeah. look at that person. That's what they are. Exactly. And then you know all the answers. Like, don't don't be coy and don't. But you must really be interested if you're sitting there. Like, and also, you never know what you're going to learn from someone either. So look at it as an opportunity to learn. If you're like, I'm not interested in this person, just make sure there's a natural balance, like a give and take, when you're on dates and stuff like that. And also notice the small things. So, like, making a cup of coffee or remembering to TiVo your favorite show. TiVo. Isn't it funny? People still have TiVo. I still TV have a TiVo, show. so it makes sense. You do? Yeah, yeah. Do you use it? Yeah, they have an option with uh, DirecTV. You could get, you can still get a brand new TiVo. I love my, I love TiVo my more than DVR. My DirecTV thing gets filled up because I never watch TV. But that... <laughs> Why do you even have one? Just get rid of it. Because Put a dildo uh, display case where your TV is. I already have dildos, like, all over in other places that they shouldn't. Wait, I was going to say something else about my oven, but I don't have dildos in my oven because I don't have an oven. But last That's night- That's where I keep your sex book. Um, in your oven? Yes. Cool. So, so wait, I was going to say that- um, TV. Wait, hot. back up. So, can my direct TV, can I get more memory on it? I don't know. I this feels like TV. we're way off road now, more Sorry. than the bookshelf. Okay, so also, here's another thing, guys. Yes, there's uh, many, like the genie. You should maybe look into the okay, genie. Just be text me yeah. that. Okay, if you, so again, you guys, holidays are coming up, Thanksgiving, be thankful. If you want to appreciate your partner- um, you know, just think about some of these things. Like, I haven't told her lately that I appreciate this or that. Or, you know, ask them some questions about things that you – because a lot of times I think, again, making assumptions, we make assumptions that they don't want to talk about it so we don't ask. Or we make assumptions that it's something that's too intimate. But I don't know. They'll let you know if it's too intimate. But I think a lot of times it can be seen as not caring. So it's good to just ask questions. Um, and so how are we doing Anderson. We are doing like, fine. Do you feel like there's more stuff that you could do now to appreciate your partner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I like and it, it works for both ways too. You can figure out uh, by you know using some of the tips you just gave. If the person sitting across from you is wrong as well, it's not just about you know making your relationship better. It's maybe exactly. figuring out if the relationship's right. That's true too. God, we learned a lot tonight. Okay, Anderson, thank you so much, and I'm thankful for you, and happy Thanksgiving, and. Thank you, everyone. Remember, go to my website, check it out, and look at all the great deals that I have and all the fun things happening. Sign up for the mailing list. I love you all. Grateful for you. Um, Thanks so much for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, so like I said, holidays, good time to do something nice for someone you love. Why not get them a flashlight? This would be a man with a penis. But it's uh, the number one sex toy for men. Because it is something that even if you're in a relationship or not, guys have their hands. That's all they got. They got their hands. We've got toys. We've got other things we can use. They've got their hands. So give them a flashlight. It actually simulates the sensations of sex. It's a male masturbation sleeve that looks like a flashlight. So it's hidden. And you put a little lube in it. It feels amazing. It was engineered to look and feel like the real deal. And a lot of guys, you know, not like you're never going to want to have sex again. But some people think it actually feels better than sex. Um, you'll have mind-blowing orgasms. If it fills your core needs, and you can use it with your partner too sometimes. Or if she doesn't want to have sex, your partner doesn't, use it whenever. Take it on a trip. <laughs> Travel well for the holidays. Oh, and right now, so exciting for all my listeners. This is amazing. They are giving away a Flesh Lube, award-winning lube. It is the Fleshlight Flesh Lube. So go to Fleshlight.com, use coupon code EMILY, and get the free Fresh Lube. Fresh, fresh Lube. Have fresh Lube. Flesh okay. Lube. I'm thankful for Flesh Lube. I'm going to talk about your penis again for a minute. I want to tell you about Promescent. Oh. Yeah. So I, some men, your penis size is totally fine. But sometimes you want to last a little bit longer in bed. Maybe you last a minute and you want to last two. Maybe you last five minutes and you want to last 10. 
And also one in three men actually suffers from premature ejaculation, whereas they can't control their ejaculation. So Promescent is a quickly absorbing delay spray. It allows you to have the sex that you want. So you don't have to focus on baseball or whatever it is that you think about. And then you're not in the moment and then you're not enjoying sex. But Promescent closes the arousal gap between men and women. And so women take longer to orgasm. If you haven't figured that out yet, we just do. So you'll last longer and everyone goes home happy. So try Promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. Happy Thanksgiving, Em. Happy Thanksgiving.